Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Hi, Alan. How are you? Good morning. I'm Grand Dara. How are you? Is the question as we head to this game in Galway? What's the state of play with injuries within the squad? Yeah, look, Alan. We're we're a bit better than we were a few weeks ago. Um, there's probably two or three lads definitely ruled out. Uh, Niall Murphy's definitely ruled out. Ian Carty is definitely ruled out. And and uh, I suppose Matthew Hanlon, who was a big worry all through the league, he's Probably go, we're probably going to give him to the last hour to see can he make it and um, and yeah look hopefully we're we're uh, we'll we'll um, we'll have a good crew heading for a go and anyway, whatever fifteen take the field we're uh, looking looking forward to seeing what they produce. What sort of a challenge do you anticipate from Goy? Championship and league are two completely different animals, aren't they? So what sort of a challenge do you anticipate from this Galway team? Yeah, look, God, we're a very, very physical team, I suppose, the, particularly up top, uh, like the Conor Whelan, Conor Cooney, Joseph Cooney, Cahill Mannion, like, they're very, very strong. Um, look, they're absolute raging hot favourites. They're, um, they're really, really, uh, the bookies have them, have them uh, very, very strong favourites. So, we know what kind of a challenge is coming. Um, they're, it's, we don't know what kind of conditions are going, are going to be what conditions are going to be like in Salt Hill it's going to be a very uh, similar response to Wexford Park anytime we play there there's more than likely going to be a win there so um, look it's the start of the championship things won't be as fluid as they will be in six or eight weeks time but uh, we're looking forward to um, to seeing what our lads produce and we're we're really looking forward to take, take all the way on, head on. I mean, let, let's look at how you combat the challenge because we know how strong and physical they are and they cause us serious problems with their physicality when they played us quite recently and they are also well capable of scoring from distance. So you as a manager, as you work out your game plan, how do you co- they combat the various threats of Galway and then provide a threat of our own? Yeah, that's, that, that, that's the big part of it. The last sentence there is how we provide. We need to stamp our authority on the game as well and and uh, you know, be an attacking threat. I felt throughout the league, obviously personnel-wise, we were we were looking at a lot of new bodies, and uh, you know, we used 34 players throughout the league, and we we right. tried different type, different ty- types of tactical game plans throughout the league. But championship is, you know, is a different kettle of fish, and we're looking forward to um, you know to seeing you know how we can stamp our authority on the game. We need to be really tight at the back. We need to uh, contain Galway, but also we need to uh, provide an attacking threat. And look, we do have that. We've some very, very good players up top as well. Um, The likes of Rory O'Connor now is coming back into good form. Uh, Obviously, like Lee Chin, um, Conor McDonald, Mike DeWire, lads lads showing loads and loads of uh, of good promise there. So um, while it is, we we, we don't want to concede too much. We had a very good defensive record in last year's championship, so we we want to keep that but also we need to get more scores on the board and our shooting efficiency was a, a worrying aspect of some of our league play but we feel now we're going to, um, we're going to get enough scores on the board to, uh, to take all the way on. OK, uh, as an avid Wexford hurling fan and enthusiast and sitting in the stand and getting to as many games as I can and being in the media, people come to me and they express their views and some of the questions I'm going to put to you now, Darren, may not be the questions you'd like to get but I have to give them to you so I'm going to give them to you. Regarding the league campaign, it was underwhelming and you came in for serious criticism, particularly in the game against Clare, where we were in serious trouble after a matter of minutes, yet you didn't make any changes. What was your train of thought with this match and why did you not make changes? We got absolutely whacked by Clare in this particular match. Yeah, I suppose again, Alan, look, we won five from five league games last year and uh, we were all booking rooms for the Burlington after that, whereas we as a management knew that the championship was going to be a different kettle kettle of fish. So, uh, I suppose no different to this year. We said from the outset we wanted to look at a few players. We did that. We could have shored it up against Clare and maybe lost by whatever ten points 
instead of instead of a few pints more. But we wanted to see how lads were going to cope in that environment. And again, if we if we have a good Leinster campaign and we you know get to a Leinster title again, get to a Leinster final, um, that you know that Clare game would be long forgotten. So yeah. there's you know there's different things we need to look at as a management. And and uh, yeah. while the league, while the league was over underwhelming, um, we. We used a lot of players, as I said, 34 players used throughout the league, 41 players, including the World Cup games. So that's what we wanted to do this year. Uh, yeah. We came out of Turles last year after the quarterfinal. Yeah, yeah but and, I have uh, to challenge you on the question, because the, the, the point is, a lot of people maintain the same 15 came out for the second half of that match, Dara. Uh, and like we're all involved, you've been involved, I've been involved, we've all been involved as mentors and clubs, no matter what role we fulfil. And many people felt that you were leaving these young men out, hanging out to dry, when you should have changed them around a little bit, moved them around position or brought on a few extra players why didn't you do that? Uh, well again look again we, that, that was our decisions and management we wanted to uh, to see how lads maybe might react to the second half and, how, how did they uh, react how did they react to it? After poor first half performance, well, well uh, not not sufficiently well enough I suppose because the, the margin of victory um, was was uh, was quite quite high but again um, the league games are what they are and uh, we're just looking forward to championship now do you feel under pressure because of these performances in the league? I mean, a lot of people are actually calling for your head after that league campaign because sport is a very fickle business and management is a very fickle business. Did you feel under any pressure or do you feel under, under, under any pressure going into the championship? Absolutely not. We have a brilliant panel of players, lads who are proud Wexford men are going to represent us very uh, very well throughout this Leinster campaign. So um, we're building. It is obviously a side in transition because we have... Uh, we have to integrate some of the newer lads. Right. Um, yeah. So, no, under no pressure. Absolutely looking forward to this Leinster campaign. All right, diehard fans, uh, Dara, are wondering what our game plan is. And the short passing game is getting us into trouble. And that being in the full forward line for Wexford is a thankless task at the moment. These are the thoughts that were expressed to me by a former All-Ireland winner, Billy Byrne, that being a full forward for Wexford at the moment is a thankless task. What's your reaction to that? Oh, yeah, but sure. Again, that's... Uh, that's somebody's opinion. Um, we as a we as a squad and as a management, we feel we'll be well tactically prepared. We're going to have to be uh, be ready for three Saturdays in a row. It's going to be a very very tight condensed campaign. So right. uh, we need to we need to use our panel and uh, you know we'll be playing different tactical shapes depending on the opposition we're playing, but also what we feel is uh, is is right for that for any particular day. Again, we're talking about conditions. Salt Hill, Wexford Park is going to be playing right. with the wind against the wind there are going to be different tactical shapes and formations and that's, that's going to be the same with every team throughout the championship so, yeah. um, But surely we'll, the, view, the view of a guy like Billy Byrne should be you, you couldn't discard it straight away I mean you'd have to take it on board He's a, along with Tom Dempsey they're two highly acclaimed All-Ireland winners they're pundits on this particular radio station their views are, are highly thought of I, you couldn't just discard it like that could you? Oh no, I'm not discarding it at all. It's it's uh, it's it, it's a it's a valid view, and again, it's it's you know everyone will have their own opinion on how the team should set up and how they shouldn't. Right. But um, we're uh, you know we're very happy with our preparation, and we're very very happy with how we're going to uh, how we're going to approach okay. these games. As I said, they're going to be it's going to be different challenges. The, the challenge in Salt Hill will be very different to the challenge that Antrim provide the following week in Leicester Park, and what Dublin will provide in Crow Park. Right. So it's going to be. Uh, right. 
you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how the games stand out. The recent match at Tipperary made news for all the wrong reasons, but uh, uh, within the People newspaper there was a, a report on the actual game itself where we shipped, I think it was 328 to 114. So here we are a few weeks before Championship. We go down to Tipperary, we play a practice match. Uh, obviously, it made the news for the, for the complete wrong reasons. Would that be a worry to you, the fact that we got such a heavy beating by Tipperary a few weeks before a Championship game against Galway? Oh yeah, it would be. Yeah, again, you're, you're, you you want to put your best foot forward every day. So, you know, our performance wasn't good enough against Tipperary, particularly in the start of the second half. Um, so, you know, that's something we need to look at again. That's uh, you know, players need to uh, you know, players need to to realise, I suppose, what's what's in front of them and, and play the game that's in front of them. And we didn't play well enough against Tipperary, but yeah. again, it's all look. It's all, it, it has always been down to the twenty second of April for the Galway game, and and that's what we're looking forward to. At this stage. All right, look, it was also a game where our captain, a fellow clubman, uh, Lee Chin, suffered verbal racial abuse. Have you as a squad galvanised around him now? And, and you were clear to me when I spoke to you about this that you would leave it with the GA authorities to handle it. Are you happy with the way it has been handled? And how is Lee? Yeah, Lee is good. Yeah, yeah, no, very, very happy. For, uh, as always, very proud of the squad, how they've prepared for, for this weekend's game, but also how they dealt with that situation um, on the day. And, uh, as I said, the the authorities, the Wexford County Board and the Tip County Board, you know, were straight in. In fairness, they acted that evening, and uh, it seems to be running its course. So, um, as players and management are, 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 we just want to play and we want to manage, and and all these other issues um, that need to be dealt with are, are being dealt with by the Wexford County Board and the Tip County Board, and I know the GA have stepped in there. So, right. yeah, it, it seems it seems to be running its course. Uh, most importantly. Lee and his family, um, you know, are, are happy with the way the incident has been dealt with. And uh, right. as I said, we just, we just want to hurl now at this stage. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that because he's a wonderful ambassador for the game. I see him in our own club, uh, just how highly thought of he is. Can you talk to me a little bit about the level of commitment for the players as well? Because one thing I, do, I don't think people are aware of is the sheer level of commitment they put into it. And I'm going to take one, D. O'Keefe. I was recently down in Bridgetown. He's a secondary school teacher. He was doing wonderful work there for Daffodil Day. The amount of commitment these young men put into it, um, I mean, basically to me, uh, if they get criticism for it, I don't think people really realise the amount of effort they're putting in. Would you like to share with us what sort of effort they are putting in? Yeah, no, exactly. And again, going back to Lee, like you, you've so many wonderful ambassadors. He's our captain and our leader, and and he's only one of them. Our, look, our lads have given us brilliant commitment for the last few months, and since I took over, maybe sixteen months ago, um, they're real, real, you know, great ambassadors, and and they they run their week, they run their months based around preparation for to get ready for a game. So I suppose that's in tactical shapes and how we set up and all that stuff. You know, that all yeah. that comes in under scrutiny and that's absolutely perfect. But these boys they all go out to give absolutely everything. Uh, we feel we're building a really tight squad. Um we're you know, we're getting some younger players on the pitch and they need to experience the, the highs and lows of the championship days as well. So um these boys look their their week is their week is intense. Uh, they do they do their gym work, they do their pitch work. Uh, we try to keep them as fresh as possible and um and it's it's just all all built for the twenty second of April, and, and hopefully it's going to be an extended uh, Leicester campaign. But they're uh, you know they're, they're great fellows to work with, I must say. There will be thousands travelling to Galway, uh, and we through thick and thin you support your t- your team through thick and thin. I've tried to express to you, Dara, the views that people express to me, which is my job. But ultimately, like you, uh, all I want to do is work for the good of the game, our national games. Uh, the games are coming thick and fast. Uh, the run of games. What are the run of games, please? 
So we have Galway now this Saturday in Salt Hill. We have Antrim in Wexford Park the following Saturday, the 29th. Then we're in Crow Park the following Saturday after that against Dublin. And then we have a week's break on the 13th, this day, the weekend of the 13th of May. Right. And then we have, we have Westmead in Wexford Park and then Kilkenny in Wexford Park and at the end of May. So, so five games in 35 days. Uh, it's It's very intense. Yeah. And it's uh, it's going to be an exciting Leinster Championship, no doubt. Wish you well. Uh, how important is it to have a big Wexford support there on Saturday? Oh, it's massive. Sure, look, as I said, since I've, since I've come down, I, um, I can't believe that supporting Wexford is absolutely top class. And and uh, we're looking forward to the Wexford people getting behind the team again. But us on the pitch and, and uh, us outside the white lines, we need to give them something to, to, to shout for and to be excited about. So... We're hoping that comes down in the next few weeks. Thank you, Dara, for taking our call this morning. Good luck to you and your team on Saturday. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.